0: This morning, we'll refine the focus of attention by selecting that place in the body where you experience the breath most clearly. It can be either the air, the sensation of the air passing the nostrils or upper lip. It could be the movement of the chest or abdomen, the rising and falling movement. Whichever place seems most distinct to you, keep your awareness and intention focused at that particular area of the body and see how carefully you can feel the sensations involved with each inhalation and exhalation. The more closely attentive the mind becomes, the more microscopic and precise and accurate becomes the perception of each breath. Instead of the breath being one undifferentiated phenomenon, we begin to see that each breath is comprised of very many different changing vibrations or sensations. We begin to dissolve the sense of solidity, of density. In the practice, it's important to be watchful that we don't force the breath, or direct it, or hurry it, or hasten it. It's to allow the mind to become very soft and allowing and receptive so that we become aware of the breath in its own rhythm, in its own time. Be allowing for the changes that the breathing pattern will go through from one breath to the next. May be faster or slower, longer or shorter, shallower or deeper, is to settle back with a non interfering awareness, allowing the breath to come in and out on its own, and maintaining that closeness of perception. feeling accurately the quality and the kind of sensations involved within each breath. Using a soft mental note of in and out or rise and fall often is helpful in sustaining the attention over a longer period of time. The note is used to guide the mind or lead the mind to the direct perception of the experience. The noting should not in any way replace this direct perception. Rather, it's a soft reminder in the mind of what the object of attention is. So the noting can be done in a very soft way, almost like a whisper. You may find, as you're paying attention to the breath, that there are spaces or pauses between the breaths It's helpful in these spaces or pauses to become aware of some touch point in the body. For example, if you're attending to the in and out of the nose, you can be aware of the very light sensation of the lips as they rest on one another. Just that point of contact. Without pressing, without making a particular sensation, Just the very natural light touch contact. So you would note in, out, touching, touching, in, out, touching. Or if you're attending to the rise and fall of the chest or abdomen. And there's a space or pause. You could be aware of the sensation either of your hands as they rest on one another or your knees or buttocks on the floor or cushion. Some tangible sensation of which the mind can be aware. Staying with that touch sensation until the next breath happens by itself. You'll find that if you become aware and mindful and note the touch point... it helps the mind not to rush or hasten the next breath. Not to pull the next breath in, but rather staying with that touch point until the next breath starts happening by itself. In that way, the whole process becomes more rhythmic. Sometimes there won't be a space or a pause between the breaths and there's no need to create one, then it's the simple continuous awareness of in and out, rise and fall. As you're working this morning with the breath, see how accurately you can perceive the sensation Not just the general overview of the breath coming in and out, but the very precise details, the very subtle sensations of the air as it goes in, as it comes out, the very subtle sensations involved in a rising movement or in a falling movement what are the actual sensations that are being experienced requires a continual and careful attentiveness without forcing and without tensing. When you find that the mind wanders very simply and gently Be aware that it's wandering. Come back to the awareness of the breath. Softness and precision. Questions about working with the breath or the touch point or the noting? I'd like to talk a little bit about the use of the mental noting. It's used as a tool in practice, or as a skillful means, in order to sustain the continuity of attention for longer periods. Some people, right from the beginning, get into the noting and are able to use it easily. Many people, as they start to use that tool, find it difficult and get rather frustrated with it. The mind doesn't like to do it. What I would suggest is that you spend some time, you spend the first days or week, of the retreat, developing that tool of practice. It's like any kind of tool. You have to develop the skill in using it. And In the beginning it's awkward for for many people and it may feel too loud in the mind or too interfering. That's a sign that it's not yet being used in a skillful way. As you practice it and work with it, you can make the you can make the noting very very soft sub vocal in the mind and very rhythmic you'll find then that it's helpful in a few ways one it sustains the awareness for longer periods so even when you're paying attention and the awareness seems strong, and you feel that the noting is not necessary at that time, which it might not be, by using the noting, you'll be able to keep that careful awareness for a longer period than if you don't use it. So it's worth worth developing in that way. Also it's a very good feedback system, so if you work with the noting, in out, rising, falling, touching. Every time the mind is not noting, that's a feedback or a signal that the mind is wandering. You may have noticed, even in these first days of practice, that it's quite possible to think that we're being mindful. In other words, there's that kind of peripheral awareness of the breath and at the same time to be quite lost in a daydream. The noting can, can be that kind of signal to the mind that it's not actually paying attention. You know, because when the noting is not happening, it means that we're lost in a thought. So what I would suggest is playing with it and using it developing the ability to use it. And then you have it in your toolbox of practice, which you can use then when appropriate, and when it's not appropriate, you can let it be, but you'll have access to it. I would encourage you to, to work with it. Not only in the sitting, but in the walking as well. See how it works for you. To make that very soft note of lift, move, place. And as you go through the day, you can note each activity that you're doing, each movement. If you find that it's becoming troublesome, it's probably because it's too loud, too much, too much effort in the mind. Do you have any questions about the noting? A couple of announcements.